Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode three with Zef Malik, part two of his talk with Marty about advancements in product testing. Okay, Zef, let's talk a little bit about uh, you being, you know, in the test business forever and a day and, and really always having the most high-performance testers on the marketplace back when we were STS. And um, now that we're, you know, years past that, just the advantages that come into, uh, an, let's call it the Advantest 93Ks from three or four years ago to current day, is really quite mind-blowing and I always equate this to uh, you know my favorite hobby is racing motorcycles and every year I buy a new motorcycle and I go man this is the best motorcycle ever and I think the technology is just can't get any better but every year it's like man I got to have this new bike so really at the end of the day I know testers are in that same boat and recently with the DDR4 work that we've done that really has become a big differentiator in what is just a few years old testers versus what we're running now on DDR4 or any memory or FPGAs. The, the division has taken a leapfrog, if you will, in the ability for a tester to perform the, the accuracy and repeatability and, and the test parameters that we're testing these days. Can you speak a little bit to that? Look, the, the benefit of, of the era we are living in there is machine language, there is artificial intelligence, there is continuous improvements, there is all this innovation coming in. And given data, machine learning, artificial intelligence, what it has done is it has accelerated the pace, uh, the, the pace of deployment and innovation. And when that accelerates, the, the uh, coupled with functional obsolescence, technological obsolescence, rapid pace, if you really look at it, if you just simply look at a, a performance of, of, of a cell phone, it seems to double its performance within a one to two or three year cycle. So, so the benefit is that it used to be that you could have technologies that, that existed separately. You had a digital, you had a mixed signal, you had some RF, but, but technology is, is, is evolving at such a rapid pace that that the convergence in terms of speed, performance, wafer, wafer feature size, uh, uh, transistor count on a chip, system on a chip, system in a, in a, in a package, the concept of, of innovation and the pace of innovation is so rapid that every two or three years, what, what was cutting edge two or three years seems to become obsolete every three to five years. Mm -hmm. Adventist was the leader in, in mixed signal memory logic testers with an acquisition with, with Adventist, uh, you know, their uh, HP or, or Verigi and, and Adventist are now the, the global leaders. But what they have to do is they have to be prepared with the onslaught of what the marketplace is putting out. And what the marketplace is putting out is speeds keep doubling. RF is starting to, uh, to increase in speeds, mixed signal is increasing in speeds, 
test, I mean, pin counts of a package are increasing. Uh, form factors are, 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 are changing. Uh, uh, for foundries are now producing seven nanometers in production. You're talking about billions and billions of transistors on a chip. In the old days, you used to talk about a microprocessor or a processor with maybe four cores. Now we have got customers that are talking about 100 plus cores on it. Everybody is manufacturing a chip that is more user customized for them. Tesla may have a chip that is more suited for autonomous driving. NVIDIA may have a chip that is purely for autonomous driving. Facebook may have a chip that is more for data processing. Cadence may have a chip that is more for faster emulation. So, so, so everybody in this world will customize chips and silicon suited for a system level performance. So guess what? The manufacturer of the equipment has got to keep up. They trail, but the, but the innovation has to come in. So very frankly, anybody that, that looks at the tester world, and yes, you brought up STS, hey look, we want it to be legacy free. And legacy free is that you basically do a, 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 a quantum leap and, and stop worrying about the previous generation equipment and buy the latest and the greatest tools because if you want to be cutting edge, you've got to be able to keep pace with the commercial best practices and innovation. Mm -hmm. So what we have, what we believe, and DDR4 is a prime example, DDR5 is what the commercial market is, is, is developing in, that, that speeds, performance, power, innovation, connectivity, form factor, are, are things that will continue to accelerate at a rapid place, pace and the manufacturer of the test equipment has got to continue to improve, continue to improve system cards, system performance, timing, power supplies, placement of uh, edge placement accuracy, overall repeatability, pin count, speeds, RF convergence with mixed signal, uh, all those tools and they have to be compatible to simulation and design of, uh, simulation protocols such that test and design and silicon design are, are one equation rather than three different subsets. So this is the new world reality we are dealing with and if you don't have the tools that are compatible with the, with the performance, the simulation, you are basically just not getting to the, to the actual value add or the testability or looking for that subtle failure that the system guy is trying to look for unless you have the right apparatus. So I'm very critical that if you don't have the right tools, you are never gonna be able to diagnose, you're never gonna be correct in the diagnosis, and you will never be able to tailor the fix. And this applies in medical practices, this applies to look at what is happening in all this epidemiology, epidemiology world of, of, you know, of, of specimens and all that. If you don't have the right CT scanner, you're never going to be able to get the right biopsy. And this is exactly what is applicable to the semiconductor market. Right. I, I think that uh, you know, to be an advent test shoes, they, they never really have to create their ro own roadmap for business like we do. They, they always know what's coming next. So like you said, they're always slightly trailing, but they are truly leading the pack in any kind of test capabilities 
They have, I think you can speak to the nine gig cards they have, uh, you know, low they have every, power They have supplies. everything. Uh, Adventest was, a, uh, was a, out of Japan, was, was a very heavy company in terms of mixed signal, digital and memory. Uh, Verigy here was very smart in, in, in mixed signal and memory. They had some analogs, but, but really where they are headed, they are going to be headed towards the system on a chip or a system level test. And, uh, and, 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 and somebody may call it a monopolistic move, but I call it pooling of the technological interests and coming up with a more rapid uh, solution for the consumer at a better price point. Uh, so that is where we have enjoyed the benefits of working with a company that is cutting edge, that is driven by market, that is driven by uh, the, the, the innovation market. side, commercial yeah. market. Yeah, and so I think really, if you look at what, what you talked about in another conversation, which is, you know, cars and how do we get the peak performance? How do we get another 15 horsepower out of an already, you know, McLaren? Is that you can't do it without the right tool? And Advantest truly, if you have the latest tools, is the only way to truly get that last percentage of performance out of it, as opposed to just doing repeated redundancy that the OEM is there. So that really is like wrapping up the conclusion of, you know, what the right equipment is in the marketplace. Apparatus is everything. Uh, and, uh, and if you look at, frankly, I mean, I'll, I mean I'll talk about cars. <laughs> they are making cars today They're in market. I have it where you cannot go to a regular shop and change the engine oil. There is no drain plug. There is no drain plug and there is no dipstick. Okay, so you've got to go to the OEM. Yes, you got to pay $800 for an oil change, but that is the future. Okay, the, the engine oil has to be drained. So not having the right equipment, right apparatus, right diagnosis, it is just like a cancer patient wanting to know what the, the, the genetic marker is of your disease. If you don't have the right specimen, the laser-guided uh, you know, CT scanners and the, and the right uh, sample preparation and the right testing and the right imaging techniques, you are sadly going to get the benefits of a 50-year-old uh, conventional practice. But if you want to know what is happening in innovation and all that, you've got to have the right tools. Technology, if you've got to keep up you know, and stay ahead, you've got to be current. Agreed. Very good. Back to our, we've used car analogies all day and motorcycles, so you know how that leads us astray. But at the end of the day, anybody can buy the McLaren or the motorcycle or whatever, but in order to know how to drive it at, its, at the very edge of its performance is where the differential comes in, right, Zeph? So if you, you anybody can buy a Verity 93K if you got a couple mil. But at the end of the day, if you don't have the talent and skill, and I call it the tribal knowledge that you've had for 30 years, to be able to run the machine at its absolute peak and understand, you know, moving forward where the commercial side of it that we talked about is driving you into, you know, leading edge testing and SLT, those things. If you don't have that skill and engineering talent, that machine becomes a boat anchor or you use it you know, one-tenth of its capabilities, but you, but you truly did test it. I'm going to use air quotes. Yes. I mean, look, the, today's commercial development is where the test engineer is involved day one with the designer or the architecture of the, of the chip. 
It used to be the test and assembly were back-end domains and the test guys would come in after the chip was manufactured. Today, they have to be involved to where they understand architecture, manufacturability, test for manufacturability, uh, packaging, layout, interconnect, speed, performance. All those things have to come in as a, as a team approach. And, and, and the test engineer has to operate on the same software tools, simulation tools, modeling tools, behavior tools as the design engineer, okay? Because you are no longer a subset uh, or a standalone entity that is separate. You are integrated into the product development cycle. So if you don't have the right tools, the, the futuristic chip that comes out every new day in Silicon Valley, the test guy will be kicked out because the system hardware is not able to keep up. So you've got to keep up with, with the demands. And yes, there will be some deficiencies where a system hardware will never be able to uh, keep up with the pace of innovation, but that's where the system level test concept comes in. Mm -hmm. What the tester cannot do, you come in on, a, on, 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 on there. What a, what a shop cannot do, it has to be tested on the track. Right, right, exactly. I'll volunteer for that job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.